Welcome to the Faith Assembly Podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today. It is our desire at Faith to help you connect, grow, and go in your walk with God. We hope you're encouraged by this message from Pastor Steve. You know, the sad reality is is that indeed our Lord did come. He left the glory and the splendor of heaven and he came to this earth to suffer as a sacrificial offering that in him you and I would know wholeness. That we would know what it is to be made complete in Christ Jesus. Jesus, when he was approaching the synagogue and and was given the scroll there to read, it wasn't just happenstance, but it was the providence of God that when he received that role, that scroll, it was open to Isaiah 61. And Jesus began to read that messianic prophecy and he said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me for he has anointed me to preach the good news, to declare the opening of prison doors to them that are bound and the binding up of the brokenhearted, to set at liberty those that are captive. Church, Jesus came gave his body to be broken and his blood to be shed so that you and I can stand healed and whole in his presence. But here's the sad reality, and that is this, that brokenness abounds all around us. There is brokenness in this room right now. There are broken people that are watching this service online. There are people that just long to be made well. And if we're willing to open our eyes and assess situations with spiritual understanding and biblical perspectives, then we'll understand this. Because we can see it in the eyes of those we meet on the street. We can hear it in the stories of those that we encounter. We can see it in the actions of some folks who, that they choose to take. And the sad reality is this. In our carnal minds, the way we process thought in the natural man, that's why the word says, lean not unto your own understanding. Because God's thoughts, the word says, are higher than our thoughts. But if we will be spiritually discerning, we'll see these things. But when we only think in the natural, we become dismissive of this brokenness in several ways. And the reality is that it promotes a prayerlessness in the body of Christ. Oh, church, we ought to be weeping and we ought to be heartbroken for the brokenness that is around us, that abounds in this world today. And, and we, in our natural minds, we casually dismiss brokenness in many ways. We, we try to apply a diagnosis for the things they do, but the truth is that the questionable things that they do, that we see them do, is a cry of despair from the depths of their brokenness. 
We, we judge by asking questions like, what kind of person would do a thing like that? And the truth is, they're not mean or nasty people. They're hurting people. We assume regarding the character and the nature of the individual that perhaps they're just mean and nasty because they just enjoy being nasty. But the truth of the matter is they're irritable and they're angry because they lie awake and cry at night because they can't figure out how to be the person that they want to be. And the sad reality is apart from Christ, they can't. We label those who, whose lives manifest and this brokenness and we often dismiss them as crazy or something else. But the truth of the matter is that there are a lot of people, a lot of people who are who they are because of the brokenness in their lives. They are who they are because they're not whole. And it's evidenced in every relationship in their lives. It's built on the foundation of brokenness. Every exchange they have is guided by their depth of brokenness. People struggle with addictions and vices because they're trying to escape the pain of their brokenness. Some people manipulate and use others because manipulation and misuse is all they've ever experienced in their own lives, and it's all they've ever known. They're broken. They have been molded and modeled by their brokenness. And in some degree and in some facet, we all deal with brokenness in some way. We're all damaged by sin. There's not a person alive who's not been touched by the effects of sin. Let me tell you something, even if you were to go out of here and go into our nursery and you were to behold the sweet, wonderful little faces of those bundles of joy, just beautiful, precious children, they, you know, they may not have manifested it yet. Life for them is only upswing, but the truth of the matter is one day the fact of their brokenness will bear that fallen Adamic nature and it's going to manifest itself. Say, well, pastor, I don't know if I agree with that. Where's that in Scripture? The psalmist said in Psalm 51, for I was born a sinner. From the moment my mother conceived me, I was born a sinner. You know, nobody has to teach a child wrong. Nobody has to teach a child to lie. Nobody has to teach a child to covet. Nobody has to teach a child to steal. Nobody has to teach a child to cheat. They can figure it out for themselves most of the time. One little boy was reciting the Lord's Prayer and he prayed, Lord, lead me not into temptation because I can find it myself. <laughs> How many of you know that's true? <laughs> Romans 3.23 says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Church, I'm just a broken, worthless vessel that he has healed and filled with his goodness. Amen. Untreated, the effects of sin will grow in our lives. The older we get, the more ingrained it becomes in us. 
According to George Barna, 64% of Christians in the United States accept Christ prior to their 18th birthday. 13% made their profession of faith while 18 to 21, between 18 and 21 years old. And less than one out of every four Christians, 23% embrace Christ after their 21st birthday. We need a Savior. We need a Savior. Physically speaking, we experience brokenness. Sickness and disease ravage bodies. Week after week, our communications go out from this church and we solicit this community for prayer requests. And week after week, the responses come back in and say, would you pray for me? Would you pray for this ailment in my body? Would you pray for this disease? Would you pray for this situation in my family? Would you pray for this problem in my household? And what is it? It is a manifestation of brokenness. We have physical needs. There are folks around you today that have overcome great obstacles to be in the house of the Lord today. There, there are folks around you today, when they got up this morning, the first twinge of pain that hit along with it accompanied a voice that said, hey, you don't need to go to church today. Why don't you just stay home and rest? Everybody will understand. But there was something else in them that said there's something in the house that I need. I need a healer. I need a healer. And I believe that where two or three are gathered together in the name of Jesus, there he is in the midst of them. And I believe there's a healing in the house for me today. I need a physician. I need a physician. Then there are those that suffer brokenness in emotional and, em and mental ways. Abuse and mistreatments have caused much suffering in this way. The, the traumas to which many have been subjected have affected their minds and their emotion. Their thoughts are irrational. Their emotions race and vacillate from one extreme to the other. They don't know who they can trust and they wonder what hardship is coming their way next. They live in a constant state of turmoil and suspicion. Societal norms and standards have given rise to insecurities and feelings of inadequacy and people struggle every day just to get out of their bed and function a normal life. Anxiety and worry perplex and burden our minds and they rob us of our peace and our joy to the point where there's no satisfaction for many people in even living any longer. We need a counselor. And whether or not we admit it, we've all been touched by brokenness in some way. And though we, we may have never been, though we may have been touched before, we continue to deal with the scars of our brokenness. And in short, yes, we need a savior. Yes, we need a physician and we need a counselor. But the reason that we need those things is the simple fact that I'm broken and I need a healer. But it's not just any kind of salvation that we need. The salvation that we need is that we don't need saving from our problems. 
we want saving from our problems, and we may get saving from our problems, but that's not the primary need. We don't need saving from our financial burdens and the difficulties of life. We need a salvation that is soul-cleansing and redemptive. We need a physician, but it's not simply a reliance on modern medicine, although it's wonderful, and the understanding of men that we need to rely, but it's the great physician that we need. It's the one who makes the blind to see and the lame to walk again and makes the dead live and the deaf to hear. And the counselor that we need. It's not just a counselor who's simply going to rely on the methods of the world and then narcotize the symptoms as they're found. We need a counselor who's going to be able to speak peace to the storms that are raging within us. A counselor who can dispel our fears and break the bonds of anguish in our minds. And I want to tell you today, church, this very simple thing. That Jesus loves you. And because he loves you, he wants to heal you. He wants to heal your spirit that has been ravaged by the effects of sin. He wants to heal your spirit and the separation that sin has caused between you and God. He wants to heal your mind and your emotion so that the anguish and the anxiety that has you wrapped and bound is released and you begin to walk in a whole new realm and it's called peace that passes all understanding. It's called joy unspeakable and full of glory. He wants to touch you physically and heal your body. He wants to heal your broken home. He wants to heal your broken family. See, we we preach it and we teach it that When Jesus died on the cross, he died to pardon us from our sins. And while that's true, that in and of itself is incomplete. It's not the whole or the totality of what the atoning work of Christ has afforded for us. You see, Jesus left heaven and Jesus come to earth and Jesus died for you because he wants to heal you. I want to tell you today that Jesus loves you, and because he loves you, he wants to heal you. Again, I want you to turn with me to the prophet Isaiah who penned these words that we'll write, that that we're going to read here concerning the coming Messiah. Isaiah 53, beginning in verse 1. I'm going to go ahead and ask our musicians to come back because I I reserve time in this service especially for us to gather around the altar and believe God for miracles in this place today. 
The word says we have not because we ask not. And if we're going to come in here and sing about a God of miracles, then we need to stand before him and trust a God of miracles. And I know I've already sang one old song today, but I'll give you another one. You won't leave here like you came in Jesus' name. Bound, oppressed, tormented, sick, or lame. Because the Holy Ghost of Acts is still the same. He's still in the healing business. He's still in the miracle-working business. And he wants to touch you this morning. So would you listen to the words of the prophet here that says this. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. And he has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there's no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and our sorrows. Yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. Now, according to the word of the Lord, though your heart and life may be stained with sin, an atoning sacrifice has been made that will wash from you your iniquities and make you clean in the sight of God because he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. You say, Pastor, what does that mean? That means that the punishment for your sin, my sin, was laid upon him and he bore it to the cross that as a result of him paying the penalty for your sin, you can be healed of your sinfulness. According to the word of the Lord, Part of the atoning work of, of Calvary was to purchase your peace. Not just the peace of justification before God and reconciliation with Him, but for your peace of mind. Oh, pastor, you don't know the anxiety that I suffer with. You don't know the things that I deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. Well, no, I don't. But you don't know what I deal with either. And he shall be called mighty God, counselor, and the prince of peace. Isaiah 26 verse 3 says you will keep him 
in perfect peace. That is complete, whole, total peace. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Why am I joyful today? Am I unaware of what's on the news cycle? No, I know what's going on. I know about the instability of the stock market. I know about the saber rattling that's going on all across on the different theaters across this planet. I know about the threats that are being made. I know, I know that there is violence in this land. I know that if you get out of your car to pump gas anymore, you're taking your life in your hand. I know it. But I trust in him. I trust in his love for me and perfect love, John says, casts out all fear. I'm healed of worry. I am healed of anxiety in Jesus' name. They say the dictators of this world and the tyrants or amassing nuclear arms and at any moment we could just be thrust into Armageddon, it's okay because my word says that to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. And I don't care how hard CNN or Fox News tries to scare you. God's word is final and it is forever settled. I don't care what your bankroll looks like right now. His word says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor God's seed begging bread. I'm telling you, put it in the hands of the great counselor and allow him to heal that worry and to heal that anxiousness in you and find rest. See, what the evidence suggests here is the we have records of Jesus healing in the, in the New Testament. John said that if they were to attempt, there wouldn't be enough books to hold everything that Jesus did. We read about the miracles of Christ and we think, oh, that's wonderful. John said that's only a drop in the bucket. That's only the tip of the iceberg. You see, he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes, we are healed. Why do you think the prophet took the time to differentiate that we, he was wounded for our transgressions, but by his stripes we are healed? Because he wanted you to know the completeness of the atoning work of Christ that's available for your life. If you need healing today, you may have brought a weight of emotional burden in this place today that has made you feel like it would crush you. But I want to tell you that there's a healer today. I want to share with you that you may have brought a weight of sin and condemnation, a weight of guilt and a weight of shame, of a lifetime of misgiving and wrongs, but today there's a Savior that's available for, as, with a remedy for your sin-sickened heart. There's a healer for your heart. 
The word of the Lord says in Isaiah 118, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. 1 John 1, 9, John writes, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Coming here today may have caused you great pain. And, a, and it may have come at a great sacrifice to you personally. As I said earlier, when you woke up this morning with that first twinge of pain, you may have also heard that voice that said, why don't you just stay home today? There's really no need of getting out, but I wanna promise you, there's a healer here today to meet your needs. He identified himself to the children of Israel in Exodus 15, 26 and says, I am the Lord who heals you. In Mark chapter 6, verse 56, it's accounted of Jesus and it said, Whenever, wherever he entered, entered into villages, cities, or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might just touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched him were made well. I don't care today if you're sick in your spirit. I don't care today if you're sick in your body. I don't care today if you're sick in your mind. If you'll just touch Jesus. If you'll just reach out and surrender it to him. And say, God, I give you my sin. God, I give you my brokenness. God, I want you to exchange it right now. I exchange my brokenness for your healing. Would you stand all over the sanctuary? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Would you just pray this prayer with me this morning? Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Believing that you are who you say you are. And believing that I have what you say I have. Lord, as I give you my brokenness, would you impart to me the measure of faith that I need to receive what you have in store for me. Lord, touch my brokenness in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Now I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask my pastors to ring Jim 
Randy, Melissa, would you guys come come here this morning? The word says that if two or three agree as touching anything, that it would be done. The word also says that there is a name that is above every name. And it's the name of Jesus. I want to invite you today as our worship team leads us, as they create an atmosphere of praise and worship, and we recognize the presence of the Holy Spirit here in this place, If you need salvation, I want you to be bold right now. I want you to step out from where you are. I want you to step out from where you are and I want you to find one of these folks to pray with you and believe God with you right now. Along with that, as we begin to sing, if you are sick in body, If you need a physical touch today, if you want to stand in agreement for somebody who couldn't be here today that needs a physical touch in their body, we believe God is no respecter of space or time or place. And if we agree together this morning, he can release healing virtue wherever they are. And today, if you're loaded down, and consumed with emotions and the weight of anxiety and depression. I want to tell you that Jesus came to heal that. And I believe with all my heart, you can walk out of this place today with a new lease on life. You can be released, restored, and set free in Jesus' name. So we're going to open these altars this morning as we close. If you need healing, maybe it's, maybe it's in your relationship. Maybe it's in your marriage. Maybe it's something in your home. Maybe, maybe there's an attack against your family that, that you just need healing and you need restoration. Then I urge you that Jesus is the only help. He is the answer today for whatever you're facing. He loves you. And he wants to heal you. And you say, Pastor, I've prayed for healing until my knees are raw and my voice is trembling and I'm weak and I'm weary from asking. I want to challenge you today to ask one more time. Just come by faith, believing one more time and believe God for that miracle. We're going to open these altars in just, just one second. And guys, be ready to receive those that come this morning. And we're going to believe God for miracles in this house. Let the weak say, I am strong. Declare the goodness of God over your situation right now. Declare his healing over your brokenness. 
in Jesus' name because he loves you and he wants you to have it. We hope you enjoyed this inspirational message today. If you would like more information about Faith Assembly, please visit us on the web at faith-assembly.org. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you have a blessed day.